Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abner. I want to thank, thank you for joining me here at Precious Predictions Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for blessing me and giving me the activities of my limb. And I also want to thank my loyal listeners. I'm trying to go on a Facebook Live. I did not make it to the store. I mean, a new computer or laptop yet. So I'm just going to work with what I got, even though I'm looking at myself on this. Ooh, I messed that up. Um, as I'm looking at myself in this little box again. So hopefully you can see me here on the line down here with you guys along. I'm just putting the information out late, and I just wanted to invite you to the show. Now, today's topic, again, we're starting the New Year's off, and I, I kind of put it with the Al Green saying, I'm so tired of being alone. And all before New Year's Day came, you know, people did their New Year's resolutions, and they did their toast, and then we had Christmas and the holidays, and watching so many holiday movies, there were always about love stories and people coming to your life and things of that nature. And it made me think, and then I was talking to my daughter from, with another, from another mother, and she made a comment when I was talking about ordering me a foot massage and talking about you need a man. And I was really, so I wanted to talk about this topic, dating with a purpose. So I kind of put the information out there to individuals from all ages so we can talk about it. Because as we're going into this new year, and yes, individuals still are being isolated. Some individuals are still testing positive for COVID, and we're going through some things. So I don't want to minimize that. So please be safe. Please be safe, because I just had also, I want to give my condolences to my cousin, because they just lost their mother. My friend, Sean Cook, down the street, lost her mother, and today is actually the anniversary of the day that we, or I buried my father three years ago. So, you know, we're dealing with a lot of death, too, and sometimes when individuals are grieving, people act out and they want to connect with someone. And it's good to have someone next to you, a companion, someone to talk to. But my question is, when it comes to dating, are you a chronic dater? Do you waste people's time? Meaning, you know, you're dating, you went out on a date, you're connecting, you chime, you you got this chemistry going on, and then, like I said, then something happened, to the person or in somebody in their family and you go ghost on them. So, and now the other person's like, okay, well, what did I do? What happened? Or are you one that date with a purpose, which is today's topic, which is entitled dating with a purpose. A lot of individuals have their own reason for why they go out and date or want to meet someone. You know, um, like I said, with the holidays passing and all the love movies I saw, and then I, I signed up for some black movies, and my daughter was like, Mom, I don't know why are you watching the movies, but they just be so beautiful to me. Now, I've got a caller on the line, and I sure wanted her to call in. Good afternoon. Welcome to Precious Predicaments, Black Track Radio. And I first want to tell you, Happy New Year's. I know we were texting back and forth, but how are you doing? Happy New Year to you, too. Um, well, I'm doing okay. It's been an interesting end of the year, and um, 
it's real interesting when I got found out what your show is going to be about because <laughs> I decided to go on some dates. Okay. And, oh my gosh. And then I was reading your purpose of dating. Well, I don't fall in that category, but I'm going to tell you, I think he falls in that category. Wow. And wow. It was a night. It's been a nightmare. In fact, wow. I had to have I had to have the police involved. You are you kidding me? You know? No, I'm not. Know? Wow, wow. And you know because, what? All because all because I was didn't answer his text, and I left my phone at home. And then I the last message I sent was I went to go ride bike with a friend, uh-huh. and then I went to San Diego. And when I got back, the message said. Oh, what friend? A guy friend? Question mark. Okay. Wow. Oh, I guess you're not answering me, so it must be a guy friend. Then, by the time I got back, my girlfriend, who's visiting from Jamaica, she goes home on Thursday, said, oh, mm-hmm. well, here's your phone. By the way, you have some messages, and I don't know if you're going to want to read them. And I go, what? What are you talking about? She goes, from that guy. And I go, what guy? And she told me, and I go, okay. So I look at it. I can't even tell you on air, on the air, what because he said. You are, and what because he, you are heaven. And he said, I'm like, so the purpose of dating is what? Okay, this girl doesn't have no more purpose of dating. I'm going to be a nun now. <laughs> well, you know what, Michelle? Don't let that deter you and don't let that scare you. It's like when I was doing my Facebook thing, I was like, I'm off the market. I, I don't need to go out and date no more. I'm with who I want to be with and we good. And so I'm cool on that. But the thing is, it's interesting because I was even, even my son kept sending me messages last yesterday, and I had to block him on my phone because he was getting on my nerves. But what he was doing was he was actually trying to send the messages to somebody else and was sending them to me. And I was like, please stop sending me these messages. But you know what? There are some people that are stalkers out there. And that's one of the things when we're talking about dating with a purpose, because you, a lot of times people don't know what they're messing with. And even over the holidays, I was seeing so many commercials, eHarmony, and and all these dating apps. And and I've never met and dated and on met people on them. I don't play with them apps. I really don't. And I, I get well, that individuals want to connect with someone, but you don't know who you, who's out there. Well, I know. And, you know, it's interesting. In the text he sent me, you know, my, a couple of my girlfriends talked me into going to these dating sites. And I went on them, and then I said, oh, God, no, forget it. I want to get off these things. These are like crazy people. Okay? So mm-hmm. then he said, apparently he did a background check on me, he said. Okay? Oh. And which is fine. I don't care what you go background check on me. Okay. Oh, and he said, oh, this and that. And then I'm like, it didn't even make sense. I mean, like, oh, I'm broke. Now, you know darn well that I'm not broke. No, you're not broke. He don't have a job. (laughs) He don't have a job, okay? And he's a real estate broke. I'm like, oh, my God. You know what? I go for two darn cents. I like to give it right back to him. But I kept thinking, you know, this is what I told the policeman last night. If I have to go call Jeanette tomorrow, this is before I start the test, okay? I said, I'm going to call Jeanette. And I'm going to tell you. Maybe you should give this guy her phone number, okay? He said, she goes, well, can you call this guy and just give him this number? Maybe he needs to have some help, okay? I said, because she'd be the perfect person to talk to him. And he goes, no, ma'am. 
ma'am, don't text him. And no, I can't give that to him. But you can give it to the detective. I said, I certainly will. Well, but and you know what? No, I told him. They even told me I could, I should file a restraining order. And I said, and what good is your piece of paper? What are you, I know. I said, what, when he shows up in my house? I said, oh, I my know. God. I said, you know what? You know what? From now on, I'm going to be a different person. I said, maybe I'll be it. Don't call me by my name and won't you talk to me, okay? Because I'm going to change my name. I'm going to change my address. I'll call you Miss M. Okay, Miss M. And you know, and when you, and see, and the thing is, we're in that 50 plus, you know? And so individuals, once they get on age, they normally date for different reasons. And, you know, and I have friends now that are widows because their spouse passed and you know, and they don't want to remarry again. And I get that because they have their own reason. But then, like I said, mental health is no joke. And when you start getting these stalkers out there that call themselves dating, it's a mess because right now I'm even concerned about my niece that um, went and, you know, things, things, things happen. I want to put a business out there on the street. But things happen. And even myself, I get people contacting me on Facebook and, and contacting me on Instagram and even LinkedIn. I'm like, really? So when I put the question out there in regards to are you are you one that date with a purpose? Or do you know what you want? Do you know actually who you are? Are you ready to settle down? And that's what today's show is designed to address is dating other individuals. Some people are not relational. Some individuals don't know how to date. And like I said, now that we were in the new year, many individuals have indicated that they're tired of being by themselves. They don't want to be alone. However, what do that really mean? You know, even though you're talking about, I'm going to be a nun. We know you ain't going to be no nun. But, you know, some individuals, we start talking about dating. It's like, are you ready to turn enough? Or are you perhaps happy with your dating style because Miss Kim, there are some people that are chronic stalkers. That's just what they do. So well, you know what? I, I don't I don't know. We say date for a purpose. Okay, my purpose is that yeah, you don't want to be alone. But you know, I wanna meet somebody, have a nice relationship or whatever. And then you know we can spend time, we can either like you mm. said, like we we can have a meal, we can go bike ride, we can watch a movie. So I'm going to tell you, I stayed up and watched this movie, and your, your, your people have to watch this movie because it'll, it'll change your whole demeanor on things. It's called A Secret Dare to Dream, okay? Oh. And it was really good. It was on Prime Video, and it was really good. And I think it's based on a true story. But, I mean, I had to watch something like that, and it was really good. Um, uh-huh. And it was all about, you know, you have to be positive about, you know, if you, you, know, if you think this way or then go. But like you said, a purpose – What's your purpose, okay? Is it SEX? Well, that's not my yeah. – that's friends with benefits. That's friends Correct. with benefits, I think. Well, so okay. you don't go for a meal. You don't even know them as a friend. You got people hooking up, going on a date, and dropping their drawers on the first date. And don't even know that person. That's dangerous. You know, I remember I was leaving my office one day, and a man saw me and asked me, can he be my toy? I said, even in my 20s, I didn't have no toy. Hey, hell, I'm gonna do it with a toy, you know. So well, a lot well, of times, mm-hmm. I don't know when you say people. Okay, for you know, so when you ask, is it okay to ask somebody? Not that I'm gonna ever get go out again. 
But if you ask somebody, like I asked this person, you know, um, you know, are you looking for, like, friends with benefits or what's your purpose? I did ask, and that's interesting because this has only been, like, two weeks ago, right? Uh-huh. And dummy me even invited him over for Christmas because I felt sorry for him because he didn't know what to spend Christmas with Oh, my God. Well, and he was nice. He bought even my friend's kids' uh, presents and my kids' presents. I'm going to tell you. I don't, I wanted to return and my girlfriend said no. Okay. I said okay. I want to give these back okay. to him. Okay. But I want uh, is that the purpose? I asked him what his purpose was. He said because he's tired of being alone and he wants to meet somebody, you know, and go out or whatever. But you don't just meet somebody and then start talking about, oh, can we buy a house together and then let's move in together? Oh, and I think I think we're a good couple. And I'm like I'm thinking, okay, you don't even don't know just, that person. You- you know what, Miss E.M., I've been on Facebook, at least I thought I was on Facebook Live. The whole time I wasn't even on Live, so I'm on now. So I apologize because we already been in the show for about 15 minutes. I got a call to run the line. I want to log them on. Okay. But we're talking That's about dating with a purpose. So like I said, when it comes to you, are you a chronic dater? Do you waste people's time? Meaning knowing you're not ready or you're not relational. Do you date with a purpose? I mean, do you know what you want? Are you ready to settle down? That's what we're going to be talking about today on today's show. And well, I we're think I know be- what I, I think I know what I want. I mean, do you think I know what I want by now? I, mean, I think you know I think what I- you want. I think you know what you want, um, him. But I think that because of some of the people that you've been connected with, okay, the, the call is just hung up. You can call back on. I'm going to log you on. Then I'm talking. But um, but the thing is. You got to be my blessing being to the point where you're paranoid. But you gotta have conversations with other individuals and use a strong discernment in regards who and what you connect yourself with. And I know it's not meant they say I mean that it's not meant for man to live alone, nor for a woman has to live alone. And like I said, I'm off the market, so don't be calling me, talking me, asking me all these other questions because I'm not I'm, I'm who I wanna be with, so we so even with that being said, and I said that um, we're in the New Year's, and they have indicated that, but what do they mean? You know, Michelle, you got to make background noise. Stop your background noise for a minute. So let me log on. Oh, your background noise? Call. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, let me log on the next call. Hi, this is the Predicament Blog Talk Radio, number NN01. How are you doing? Uh, why are you talking to me? Yes, I am talking to you. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am well. Now, when we talk about dating with a purpose, I want to thank you for calling in on the show. And I put on, uh-huh. when I put on the thing together and I was talking about, let's stop dating for meals, casual sex, and learn how to date with a purpose. So when we start talking about dating with a purpose, what does that mean to you? Um, For me... It means being intentional, like knowing what I want, knowing what I don't want, and then when dealing with the person, really just being real with myself and staying um, connected to, you know, just my feelings. Because sometimes because we like what we see or, I don't know, maybe it may look good on paper, sometimes... You know, the person may not align, they may not align with, you know, our intentions and what we want. And it may not serve us in the way that we need. So just saying, keeping it honest with myself 
And you know what? You said something that's really important. We talk about dating with a purpose is honesty. A lot of times individuals mm-hmm. are so afraid of being rejected till they go in with a false sense of self. I remember back in when I was in my 30s, and I met a guy at a club, and he was a little guy. And I don't date little men. Me and little men don't get along because I could be a big bully at times. So a little man, I'd be like, look, I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm very well. So, so when, this was one of my a great relationships. We, we we dated. We lived together. For four years, we lived together. We got married. And when we got married, within three within 90 days, I found out that man was a big. So it was like, how would you date? You found out he was a what? I found out he was a bigamist. I found out he had a wife for 12 years. And I didn't even know the man was married. So if you are talking about a purpose, your purpose may be different from their purpose. And a lot of times, either individuals are afraid to ask questions or they are afraid to let people know who they are because they may be rejected. But we have to have some type of purpose. Now, I have a on here, and I'm looking at something, and it's coming from lovetopivot.com. And it indicates, do you wonder why your friends are the ones, but you're still, you know, going on these dating websites and apps and trying to go on dates? And like I said, with COVID, some individuals are doing what's called virtual dating. Meaning, what does dating with a purpose mean? And what it means is dating with a purpose is like getting in your car and driving and directions, hoping you get somewhere that makes you happy. Now, and that's the thing, too. There are some individuals that will date multiple people at the same time because they view dating as getting to know a person. And sometimes you may not know that you're not in an exclusive relationship just because the person took you out or showed you a good time or you were saying, Miss M, sometimes people move too fast and invite people over to their house and let them meet their kids. And you got to be careful with that because sometimes you don't know what you're dealing with. Now, when we go in these circumstances, dating with a purpose is essential if you want to find someone to sustain a healthy relationship with. Now, um, I'm going to call you Miss M. Miss M, when we talk about a healthy relationship, where did you see that this was going kind of bad with you, with this man and him, you inviting him to your house. First of all, what made you even invite the man to your house? What made me invite him to my house? Because you know how I am about, well, you're by yourself. He seemed really nice. I even had my girlfriend meet him just to see because, you know, I just felt really comfortable with him and he just seemed so sincere and I guess it shows you how dumb I am. So I'm sorry. I was like, I'm like, you know, well, you know what? So I just felt, I don't know. And, and then that's, you know, that's been one of my issues is that I, I always yeah. tend to help other people. So he seemed really nice and I felt comfortable with him and he was very pleasant, very nice. And then it's like bipolar. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Don't ask. So that's what I did. I mean, I'm going to tell you, I was crying last night. I couldn't even sleep. And, you know, I just moved. And I'm, all I'm thinking is like, oh, my gosh. So when you go out with somebody, even for a purpose, 
But does it matter if you've known them two weeks before you let them come to your house and pick you up or one month? Anytime a relationship goes bad, for whatever reason, I think, I mean, if they get jealous or upset, what are you supposed to do? Well, this is, this I don't know. is the thing, though, Michelle, because people marry people that they don't even know. So I can't say whether there's a certain time frame, but you got to ask the right questions. You know, like I said, when I married the guy and he was a big mess and I didn't know he was a big mess, we, there was no reason for me to doubt him. You know, I had met his mother. I had went to to Arkansas. We went places. We did things. It, was like, it wasn't like I was a secret or anything like that. But I thought he took right. away my choice. And he knew he wanted to marry me all alone. And we had this big old extravagant wedding, but that wasn't even necessary. Now, when we start talking about how do you date with a purpose, first of all, honesty creates trust. People have to learn how to be honest. Carl, if you want to call back in because your call dropped, you can call back in and share some more information. But being honest. So that's when you got to sit down, talk to the person, get to know each other, because trust basically is a basic for relationship. And trusting yourself is a key. See, what, what happens is a lot of times people give people the ammunition to hurt them. So not only just a man picking up if a woman is needy or emotional, but women do the same thing. And by you being a widow, you got to be careful because there are men that prey on that because they're looking for somebody to shack up with or somebody to take care of them. Or, you know, so you just got to look for the red flag. But sometimes we ignore the red flag. And my daughter always say, I, I wasn't a good picker either myself this year, so don't, don't, don't feel bad. She said, I would let people come over, invite them for holidays and do all of that. But then I'm also one, when you get on my nerve, you ain't going to be stalking me because I ain't the one to be playing with when it comes to that. So another thing, too, we, we miss, Michelle, is we miss wounds and trauma. I'm not seeing that a person is undateable, but if they're talking to you and you hear a lot of trauma or victimization or, you know, I do the 52-week batters intervention program. I'm not going mm-hmm. to just go to somebody and they tell me they got to go to a batters intervention class. That's a red flag. That means you've got anchor in the tendencies so our stalking tendencies so you know looking at resistance like he said he did a background check on you but you let your heart there so another thing is like I said, trust yourself and the choices that you well Jeanette, Jeanette okay anybody you know what for all I know a lot of people I hear do background checks on people okay but you know what doesn't mean that you're when you do a background check and I think I mean I know this a lot of times there's not correct information or you have the wrong person or there could be two peoples with the same name correct. so you have to be very name. careful that's true. that's true okay and so, that's where you um, talk to the person you ask you question them because first of all the person will be thinking if you're doing a background check why are you doing a background check I remember one time I was um talking to this guy and on my computer and I walked over his shoulder, and he was Googling my name to see what my um, net value was. I'm like, really? I'm worth that much? For real? I didn't know that. But 
then I well, knew that's what I thought was interesting when he said, to find out how much money I could get. Right. Well, this is what he said in one of the texts. He said, you're broke and you're looking for money. And I'm thinking, where in the hell is he getting this information? I mean, because I'm like, I'm not broke. And I'm, he could have been trying to pick you for you to share. Give you more information, too. I would have went no, without but I, no, but I mean, why would I? First of all, he sent this text to me with and calling me every horrible name in the book, including W H O R E. Okay, Ooh. and we haven't even you know what done anything, and I'm like, oh my god, and all because I didn't answer the question, and it was like day and night, and I'm in like, okay, go ahead. I don't care if somebody wants to do a background check on me, and these days. It's probably, to me, it's probably a good idea. And Correct. So I turned around and did, well, now that he did that, I thought, you know what, let me try, let me do the same thing he did because I want to find out about this guy, okay? So I did, and I printed it off and gave it to the police. And I'm thinking, <laughs> who is he to talk about? He said, you have this, you have that. Well, first of all, you know what? There's probably we'll things we'll I told we'll him we'll that he probably we'll didn't we'll remember, we'll but we'll the, pur- we'll the purpose of dating is, the purpose of dating him is wrong, but you're right. If there's red flags like that, there was no red flags to me, Jeanette. None. Okay. okay. He went from sweet to nice to you're so sweet, you're so nice. The only thing that I did say when we I, when he mentioned about you know oh we could you know make a good couple and about you know getting a house and then he mentioned I said why don't you buy a house because I wanted to see what he'd say. You know, and he mm-hmm. told me he was honest. He's not. He has the cash but he doesn't have an income to qualify unless he's going to pay cash for a house. So he no. said to me, why don't you qualify, and then you can put my name on it afterwards. Oh, no, no. Is he out of his mind? Is he out of his crazy mind? Now, if I'm first of all, how do you tell somebody they're broke, but then you then I can qualify? Okay, whatever. I'm not. But, but, we're going we to keep going on with the show because the thing is, okay. that was a learning experience. That's a lesson learned. you got to be mindful. If a person is moving too fast, that's a red flag, too. So, like I said, and especially... Well, what's fast? Time. Tell me what the... Per- when you say it's the purpose of dating, what is considered fast? Because if okay. I'm First talking all, to you on I the met, phone just, and going... Okay. If I just met you, Michelle, and we... Mm-hmm. Don't have no. We ain't even got life insurance policies on it. And we go buy a house together. Why? Why am I gonna do that? I don't know if I want to be dealing with your kids, your situation, your. You know, you gotta take some time. You gotta get to know a person. So you go at your own pace. But this, let me tell you something first. Honestly, you gotta first be able to be honest with yourself and be able to trust yourself and be ready to be in a relationship, both partners. A lot of times what happened with dating with a purpose, with a purpose it's a one-sided relationship. Sometimes something may come up. That means, again, being um to be ready, both partners, it indicates that you must both want to be in a relationship. He may just be trying to find a place to live. He may just be, you, you don't know what his intentions are. Sometimes you got to... Well, that's when you... I saw that when you said purpose about a meal and an accent and a place to stay, and I'm thinking, you know what? And it, it clicked after he said to me, oh, I got upset with my mom and I went and stayed at Paula because she's just trying to 
cramp my style, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, big mistake. And I'm like, I already told myself, big mistake. Okay, but I didn't get that until after it had been like two or three weeks. Okay, so you're right. And so I guess, you know, next time I learn what I do. But, but my thing is, if I have a purpose to date, okay, what I could be talking to you for six months, and then we get together, then you can still be a lunatune. But, I mean, how am I supposed to? But the thing, he can be, what you, I don't want to call it, even after mental health challenges, but is he on medication? Is he on, you know, do he have a past history of abuse? Or was he abused? So when we talk about being ready to be in a relationship, both partners, meaning you have to heal from your trauma. You have to heal right. from whatever it is you've been in. I mean, just because the person was in a bad marriage don't mean that they're a bad person. But if they're treating you like you're the one that did these things and they're taking it out on you and you don't know where that's coming from, you don't just continue with the relationship because your purpose and his purpose may be two different reasons of maintaining that relationship. So the next one it talks about is a willing to negotiate and compromise. For a balanced relationship to grow, you must be willing to negotiate or compromise. It doesn't mean you have to give up what's important to you. Instead, you need to be prepared to understand each other and be willing to co-create solutions for challenges as they arise. So if you guys go buy this house together and you know how the taxes are. on the No, but this is what that man asked you to do. Who go pay that mortgage? Right. Are you? going Dutch? How are you guys going to live together? How are you guys going to coexist? You can think we start talking about what is our purpose? What is our end goal? You know, another thing is... Well, I actually did. I asked, and I, is it okay to address that with him? Because I did address it. And I said, I said, I don't want to buy a house with somebody and then later on somebody else wants to buy me out or I have to rebuy. I'm going to buy my own house. And if you want to buy your own house, that's fine. But we've both been married before, and we both have, and you know, I have a lot to lose if I was to, you know, go commingle stuff. I'm not going to commingle stuff. And I was very open and honest about that. But I think he thought he could change my mind. Probably did. But this is the thing, and I'm going to tell you, I missed the red flag when I married the bigamist because I, my goal was to be married, to get another house. To, I, he had the same goals, but this was the problem. He kept telling me he had property in Oregon or Washington. He was going to sell the property, give me the money for the down payment. He tried to get the money for me, but the way he was going about it was legit. And what happened was I remember when I was buying my house, the second house, the real estate people told me, Jeanette, if you want to buy this house, you can, but you can't even put your husband's name on your application. I didn't ask mm-hmm. why. I said, why? Maybe he didn't want to tell me that the man was already married and the man didn't have what he said he had. But I still got my house anyway, and I didn't know that the man was married. But by that same token, the man was the one paying the mortgage. Because he wanted to be in him and didn't want me to divorce him after I found out. I'm like, are you shitting me? So the next thing is self-awareness. Self-awareness mm-hmm. is an important criteria and will help you create meaningful relationships. Being self-aware will help you both know who you are. You've got to know who you are as a person. And also, 
want as a person. Meaning, I'm too old now to be dealing with drama, baby mama, drama. you know, I, I, I'm not, I, I don't have that kind of time. I don't have that kind of energy. So, and like I said, I'm off the market, so I'm not out going out there trying to date nobody. But if I was out there, or if I was, I don't have time for that kind of stuff. I don't need nobody lying to me, wasting my time, giving me a false self. I tell people, as long as I know what I'm dealing with, I can handle it. That's the way my choice. Now, if you want to call in on the show and you have something you want to share, Give us a call at 516-387-1914. The young lady that wanted me to talk about the topic, she said she could call in, so I'm waiting on her, along with some of my younger cousins that are in the industry, because a lot of times, too, uh, Michelle, when you're talking about a person of their age, it varies. When you talk about a person that is in the uh, entertainment industry, but they date is different, or their purpose for dating, when you talk about a woman with a career or a professional, so a lot of times individuals got different things that they will settle for, compromise, do. And that's what I wanted to talk to people about and hear their perspective as it relates to dating with a purpose. And what is your purpose for dating in 2021? We're watching people just die. We're watching people lose their job. We're watching people, and I'm not saying we to judge anyone, but what is your purpose of dating? I want to hear what you got to say. The next thing, Michelle, it talks about when we talk about dating for a purpose is your self-esteem. It is very challenging to date a person that you got a low self-esteem. You're not going to make them happy. You can't, and people's feelings. Your feelings are your feelings, and you have to own your feelings. And the people will use what you give them. We give people the ammunition to use against us. It's like if you're dating a man and you're talking about your kids, your kids, your kids, that's how some kids come up kidnapped, missing, and are abused. Because they feel you got this connection with your child or whatever the case may be. Or vice versa. You you tell them an intimate something about your and they throw it back up in your face. You don't want to hear that. So when we start talking about self-esteem, you got to be able to, it's like I tell them when they're dating, what do you have to offer another person? Some individuals need to wait until they go out there and just start trying to date instead of trying to to, um, manipulate or take advantage of other people. So when we start talking about self-esteem, when you're looking for a lifelong one key area to focus on is self-esteem. You want to have them to have a healthy self-esteem as well as yourself. I'm not saying everything going to be perfect, but at least have a healthy self-esteem. Self-esteem means for partners feeling good about who they are. Paula White, and I always use this when I'm doing and working with my couples, Paula White says that a relationship is healthy when I can be me, be you, we can be us. I can grow, you can grow, we can grow. If we're not growing in this relationship, if we're not going nowhere, you know, I was watching a movie when my daughter was doing my hair the other day, well, yesterday, and it was about dating. And, I mean, it was just a hot mess, you know, and the things and talking to each other. And also, I want to say, too, Michelle, respect is huge. 
why would you want to go out on a date with someone that don't respect you? Well, I didn't get the impression he didn't respect me until no, just no, all this happened. So that. How we... I'm not saying that. I'm saying no, I'm not saying you in general. I'm saying in regards to there's a lot of individuals that will go out or date individuals that they know that are out there receptive. I tell people, you ever date my son, honey, God, have mercy on your soul. Because some of the things and the way he treats women, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I don't even talk to him. And I redirect and I correct his behavior. But the thing is, if someone is not respecting you, what's the purpose? Another thing. I know. You have to have respect. You have to have respect, like you said, respect and trust. Um, I mean, I don't know. The red, Like I said, the red flag came up for me when I got the text that said, who's your friend? Guy friend? Question mark. And then two seconds later, because I didn't even see the text, okay, oh, I guess that must mean yes because you didn't respond. No answer okay. must mean yes. I'm thinking, what is he, crazy? I have a question for you. Okay. Now I have mm-hmm. a question for you. Do you know if he's ever been cheated on? I think he, I don't know that, but I'm going to tell you, I don't even know what his wife does. I think that his wife left him, and I think, yes, he has. I think he oh, has, okay. or he's still not. This is what he told me, and this is one thing. This is, when, when he sent me that text, the first thing, I, it was at the red flags that came up, and he said he had been deemed, because we talked about therapy. I talked about therapy with you, and I talked about therapy with the IKEA for you to go to therapy. He had been deemed ready to date. That was another red flag. I'm like, really? Okay. Okay. You're deemed ready to date. He was deemed ready to date. Who deemed him ready to date? How would they know if he was ready to date? His therapist, and he stopped seeing her a month ago. And I'm thinking to myself, so he stopped a month ago, and there went everything. I found all this out right before, when all this tech stuff started happening, right before all this tech stuff started happening, I'm thinking, oh, my God. So I was trying to like, okay, go have fun, play with your friend. Go, he said he was going to go play tennis. So I was just being like, okay, you know, I'm tired, you're tired, we'll see each other next week or something, trying to slowly back it off, right? Oh, God, it didn't work. Now what, you know what? No wonder why you have been talking to me. Okay, so he was deemed ready today. I got a guy brother that said, may be a danger to any employer. <laughs> so would you give him a job? <laughs> So no. the question is, if he was deemed ready to date, which most therapists do not say if a person is deemed ready to date, what they will do is they will help them process some of the trauma that they may have experienced. You don't even know if he killed the last person he dated or why he's living well, with his he I, may I, have been a domestic violence. I wanted to know, I told my girlfriend, maybe his wife didn't die. Maybe she left him. And he can't get over the hurt? Or maybe he killed her and she's dead. I don't know. I said, but I'm out of this picture. He he told you, I was deemed ready to date. I would have said, what do that mean? I did. And he said that I'm ready ready to move on. I wasn't ready last year, but I'm ready this year. And I'm like, okay. And why wasn't he ready? What were the challenges? Because he still hadn't got over his wife's death. His wife died supposedly like three months before my husband died. Okay, that's that's 
I don't know. Don't ask me. I think it, let me, it doesn't make any sense. Now it's making a lot of sense, but it didn't make sense then. So, I mean, now, then when I was talking, but this just all happened like right after Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's. And New okay. Year's Day is when it went. Poof. But let me, let me say this, Michelle. Dying, betrayal, talking, all don't go together. And in regards to if my, if my spouse died, that doesn't automatically make me a stalker. But if my wife cheated on me and betrayed me, and now I have some insecurities of a person leaving me, and I'm dealing with relationship anxiety as a result, and I have just to, I don't know what the noise is, but it is so loud. But um, so there's no uh, noise. I don't have any noise going on. I keep hearing scratching, and ain't nobody on the air but you and I. Okay, so communication. How do you create deep communication? One healthy communication should definitely be the first step for relationship to work. You need strong communication skills. This means being able to act what you need and what you want. Meaning, when you're dating, you know, I'll, I'll never forget one time I was dating this guy and I wanted, I had, because, you know, I like to eat. And the person would tell me, Jeanette, I'd rather pay your bills and buy your food. But, you know, I don't mind my own food. I ain't got a problem with that. So I wanted, I had a taste for some ribs. And I had a taste for this chicken plate. They, I can't, I can't think of the golden something. It wasn't golden in Compton, but they had this other golden kettle or something in Compton that's no longer there. So I said to him, I want both. He got an attitude with me. I said, I wanted chicken and I wanted ribs. I was driving. So I drove to the barbecue place and ordered me a slab of ribs. Uh-huh. And I ordered, went to the chicken place and ordered me chicken. So why would I want to date somebody that's going to try to tell me what I can and how I can eat? You know, if he didn't have the money, he could have said, look, you know, my funds are low or whatever the case may be. And that's something right. else you can uh-huh. talk about when you're going out on a date. Talk about who's paying for the date. Don't y'all both be in there washing dishes or going to jail. Because we have what's called these unrealistic expectations. And not something that happens to You know, there was a reason if I ask you out or if I say, hey, what you doing, Michelle, let's go out and eat. I don't know what your financial situation is, so apparently I must be paying for inviting you. But if you say, hey, Jeanette, um, you know what? Hey, you know what? There's this new restaurant I want to try out. Hey, what you doing today? Let's go. You don't know if I got money, if I got paid, or whatever the case may be. So you have to communicate these things and sometimes communicate that prior to a date because then that way you have a better understanding. Also, finding fair, when we talk about communication, expressing your opinions without hurting or attacking the other person. Meaning, when you want on a date, you don't want to be out there arguing and fighting and calling each other names and putting each other down. Oh, I know. Because that's not cool at all. That, that That's so not cool. I'm not going to be on no date, especially a second date. The first date, if I see things escalating, I mean, thank God I have skills to de-escalate and get myself out of it because it's going to go all bad. We, we, we ain't going to be acting like this in the middle of the street. We, we're not going to take it to the playground. But you also, when we're talking about dating with a purpose in communication, is being able to describe your feelings. Just because you're describing your feelings doesn't mean that the other person is going to understand how you feel and why you feel the way you feel. Because you want 
responsible for your feelings. Now, when what you just said to me, Michelle, we talk off the air about that because, like I said, you shared some things that are definitely of concern, and it sounds like you've already contacted the police to say to contact you again because there are laws against stalking, and you got to be careful with that because some individuals do not handle rejection very well. They really don't. Another thing well, is I wasn't video. trying, Jeanette, I wasn't trying to reject him, to be honest with you. And mm-hmm. the policeman did say it's bordering between stalking, uh, harassing text, and a criminal. Because he wanted to know if he threatened me. Well, he didn't threaten me like I'm going to kill you on the text, but he may, did make a phone call and I didn't answer it. He missed. And then he called back and I answered the call just to say, please don't call me, right? And he mm-hmm. made some big, and I had my Bluetooth on, thank God, because my kids were in the car. And he made a comment, and my girlfriend was in the car, and he said something, to, you know, I don't want to can't tell you, and say it on the air. And I just yeah. goodbye, and I hung up. And I told the police, so they sent me, apparently what you can do, just, I mean, if you do ever have that problem, because you do, like you said, you know, that's a concern. Of, like, I mean, it's a red flag, almost like domestic violence, you know. It and is. then, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Next thing you know, I'll be hearing, I'm sorry, honey. And then two days later, he'll be doing the same thing. Let's go. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, yes. Another thing with dating with a purpose is sexual compatibility. If you are having sex. I'm not going to say if you're married, if you're unmarried, to be out there like that, because right now that's real scary, because STDs is no joke. I had told the person before, I was like, you don't even know if I have COVID. How are you supposed to ask me, can I come over? We go say, really? Really? You got people spreading COVID now. There's no STDs. But the thing is, we're talking about sexual compatibility. This is about having similar values, inclinations, and preferences. You want to have physical compatibility to go for satisfy in a relationship and that neither of you feel rejected. And, you know, and that's huge, too, Michelle, is a lot of times individuals are not compatible. And also, recognition of family of origin. To have a healthy relationship, there needs to be a, a recognition of the family of origin history. That means being aware of their childhood wounds. You know, that's why when you're dating somebody, you don't want to go be dating Uncle Simpson or dating the Menendez brothers or, you know, you out there trying to, hey, Charles, I want to be your pen pal. I want to date. Oh, what's the purpose of that? So we want to make sure, like I said, that we have some idea of their childhood rules, but not because people are not going to tell you everything. They're not. But you got to decide whether this is going to work for you or if this is something that could be a problem in your relationship. You want to know what the dating with a purpose, how do they view their finances? What are their religious preferences? Are they open to an open relationship? Is this going to be an exclusive dating? You know, what are your end goals? Are you people, I don't plan on ever marrying, I don't want any children, but yet the other person do? Like I said, these are things that got to be talked about in regards to knowing their purpose. And also, Michelle, I want to talk a little bit about patience and tolerance. When we're dealing with a purpose, patience and tolerance is a key factor also for a relationship, and it's for both partners to have patience and tolerance. Meaning, of course, patience is not consistent. It will come and go. But you want to make sure that when we're talking about 
person approaches, you want to get to know that person. You don't have to tolerate and accept things that are just, you know, crossing your boundaries, but it's important. And I also want to talk about ordinary days are boredom. You know, I, I <laughs> my significant other asked me, Jeanette, you know you get bored easily. What you going to do if you get bored with me? I, I am not going to get bored with you. I'm not, you know, that's another thing too, Michelle, when we talk about dating with a purpose, is you got to be able to see the highs as well as the lows, as well as when it's silent, as well as when you're just sitting and chilling or whatever the case may be. But what about boredom? Because you high anxiety, Michelle. How do you deal with the boredom? Okay, I don't know where you went, Michelle. I, I, exer- I, I exercise. If I'm bored, well, I'm bored. If I get, I don't, you know, I keep pretty busy. I exercise. I do things. I go for a run. I go for a walk. Or I'll say, you know, like, I mean, my girlfriend, other girlfriend used to go to the casino, and I told her I can't do that anymore because I don't want to spend that kind of money. You know, it's fun to do, <laughs> but it's too expensive, okay? Especially yeah. when you get a win-loss statement saying you lost this much money. You could have gone to, I don't know, whatever. There's a lot, you know, but on the other hand, if you get bored and you can go do something like that and be, and be how do you want to say it? You can control your, you know, how much you're going to spend. Let's say you're going to say, okay, I'm going to take $200 and go, and if I lose it, I'm going to get up and I'm going to leave. But your boredom is not done, right? So you're going to have to find something else. A lot of people will start eating. I don't want to eat, you know, but there's nothing wrong. Everybody, so when you're boredom, you know, I'm trying not to be high anxiety, you know, be anxious and just relax and watch a movie. And that's what I want to do. And I actually thought when I when we talked, you know, and all those things you said you need to talk about, we talked a lot about all that stuff. And obviously he wasn't very honest about yeah, how he really was, felt. Yeah, you see, he was living with his mother and got into with his mother and he at the casino. Why is he living with his mother? You didn't say that he's taking care of his mother. Oh no, he's taking. I'm sorry, he's taking care of his mother. He's he's taking care of his mother because she's supposedly she's she needs help, right? But you know, you know, older people can sometimes. Okay, I want what she wants him there all the time. Okay, well, is it her house or it's her house? So he's living with her. You know, let me tell you something, Michelle. Right. My son was telling me that when he was in his teens and 20s. I would come downstairs and been to be sitting in my house, and they was looking at me like, well, he said you live with him. I'm like, are you kidding me? So that's why I said my son was a red flag for a long time. So you got to listen to what he's saying. And if that's the case, you move and you, if your mama needs your help, why didn't you guys negotiate compromise? Who's taking time while you living at the casino? And who's paying for you living at the casino? Are you confident? Oh, he no. He told me he gets free rooms at the. I mean, when I found all this out, like I said, so I didn't get all of this information. Anymore. What? Now you're dealing with a gambler. You now you're dealing with a gambler. Well, I don't care if he gambles. I just don't have to go there. That's that. I mean. If I, you know, just like, you know, if you have a partner who likes to go play racquetball, well, maybe I don't like to play racquetball. That doesn't mean we can't have different interests, okay? But 
when you when you talk about that and you're gonna you have like you said, what's your purpose? My gotcha. first thing, and maybe it's wrong, was my purpose was you know I asked all those questions like you're talking about when you first start seeing somebody. You know, what's your purpose of dating? Actually, that's what exactly what exact words were. You know, what's your purpose? Are you looking for this? Are you looking for that? You know, and we talked about what we're looking for because, but some people don't want to talk about it. They'll say, oh, we just started dating. Let's just wait a little while. But I don't know. How long do you wait before you say something? I mean, I can't give you, I can't give you a time frame on how long to wait, but I am going to say this. Personal boundaries are very important. Your boundaries. Meaning, if I start seeing things and things that I know that I can't live with, or like I said, dating a gambler. I, I mean, you know, I like playing blackjack too. I haven't been still since last month, but I know the risk of dating a person with an addiction. So that could be a problem later on when you're dating. So when you, unless he got the money, and if he's blown if he has these types of tendencies, these are things that you need to know so that you can decide whether you want to deal with this or not when you're dating this person. It's not always right. that. And that's what I was deciding when that's what I was deciding when I got all these crazy texts. So I had fortunately already made plans to go with a friend to San Diego on one day and then go for a bike ride and then it is, mm-hmm. and I wasn't, so I wasn't, you know, giving him a BS, but I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's a good thing I have this, okay? But I'm saying that you have to make those decisions. And, you know, as far as seeing him or spending time with him, he's a nice guy, or at least I thought he was a nice guy, okay? But I'm saying that, you know, that doesn't mean we have to get married tomorrow. No, he, you know, there was no like, Okay, but, I mean, we did talk about that we're not going to, you know, I don't want to date somebody who's a serial dater. I mentioned that, you know, right. or dates other people, and I'm not going to sleep with somebody who, I mean, sleep with, I mean, I talked about my boundaries, you know, and he talked about his. But you have, don't you have to take somebody at face value to begin well, with should. until you start well, seeing the well, signs? But you've got to look at character. You've got to look at character. Meaning, what is their character? You want to be able to trust them, but you also want to be able to trust yourself and also believe that they're telling you the truth. You've got to know the difference. When you were talking about the performance, it reminded me, it, it reminded me, and I got to laugh, I got to tell this story. When I was going to Palo Casino, would he call me and I didn't answer because I was going up the mountain? Or if he would call the house if I went home? Oh, Michelle, I'd be at the casino and they'll be like, Jeanette Abney, please report to the house phone. Girl, keep me on the phone at the casino. He done called the casino. <laughs> well, I wouldn't answer. If I, that, you know what? I know that. I, I would not know if going on with my, my kids, my grandkids. Girl, keep calling me at the casino laughing. It'd be 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'd be like, just call the casino. <laughs> It'd be like, tell her to go home. So, with a purpose, I want to share some information. And as we're talking about it, because like I said, many people, date unconsciously with the content to enter into a relationship with whoever comes alone or show in. That used to be my bad habit. If you like me, I wasn't doing nothing. I'd be like, okay, I ain't doing nothing. I needed to stop that. And I'm glad I did because I may have wasted some people's time because I knew it wasn't going nowhere. So that was a big no. So there's certainly one approach and I'm getting this information off the internet and it's talking about natural nutmeg. And it talks about 
There's that's certainly one approach, but it's not likely to produce the lasting, loving relationship you dream of. So I know I was guilty of debt wasting people's time. I never told people I was going to marry them or we gonna have children or I didn't do. I would just I like people's company. We had things we like to do. We go do it, and, and that was just basically it. But the problem is, I know. I mean, and you don't want to be paranoid and just giving them too much information. But when we start talking about, they have what's called a ten step plan for dating with a purpose. So I know I'm still on Facebook Live, but I just want to share this information. We're talking about step plan for dating with a purpose. One shell it says get serious. The first step is the biggest one. You're if you know you got a purpose, if you know you sick and tired of being sick and tired, get serious about it. Don't be playing games. Don't date emotionally unavailable people if you're trying to date with a purpose. So get serious about it. Number two, learn about yourself. I'll never forget what my mother did. One of my friends told me he was a guy. I later learned he was attracted to me, which I can't do nothing about that. But he told me, Jeanette, you need to leave all men alone and you need to get to know yourself. That was the best thing I could have ever done because I had to just stop, be honest, and learn what I wanted and what who I was as a woman and as a woman of God. And the journey to find love is, one, self-discovery. You got to know who you are. And when you learn about what works for you and what, Michelle, that will, uh, honey, that will nip a whole lot of stuff in the butt. Another thing is let go of the past. Make room for new love. You must let go of the past. A lot of times you have people that are holding on to past past relationships, who did this, who did that to me, and, and then they want to punish other people that come into the life. So if you're dating with a purpose, let go of the past, and don't, and I don't I don't think it's this, Michelle, but don't have a deceased spouse and go out on a date and all you talk about is your deceased spouse to a new person. They may not want to hear that. They may ask you a few questions. Yeah. You, you know, know what? You're exactly, you're exactly, you're exactly, I don't mean to interrupt you, Jeanette, but you're exactly right. And that's something he said he learned not to do in therapy. But I'm going to tell you, right after Christmas, something about the kids wanted pizza, and he said something about getting pizza. And out of the blue, and then he says his, his dead wife's name and said, she loved that kind of pizza. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, here we go. So, mm-hmm. But you're right. And I don't talk about, you know, when you answer questions sometimes, you have to, it's hard for me sometimes, like if I have to answer a question with certain mm-hmm. things because in your past, you have to bring up your ex or your, you your know, you spouse. Know, you Idolize. You got to be I don't bring it up. I don't bring it up as a conversation piece. Does that make sense? Yeah. And see, I would bring up exes just to turn the other person off. I would do it just as just to talk. So I, I stopped that. Another thing is define your ideal mate. Let them know what type of person you're looking for. Meaning, like I said, I can't, I can't date little bitty men. So if a little man asks me to go out on a date, I'm just not attracted to small men. That just don't work for me. So, but by the same token, I don't want a person who's grossly obese either. So you don't want to be hurting somebody's feelings or, you know, if you're friends and you're just friends and you're going out, that's fine. 
But if you know that the relationship is not going anywhere, you want to set them up. And they indicate that they believe in making a list of qualities for your ideal mate. You won't get everything on your It's better if you know what your ideal mate or what you're looking for in a soulmate. Another thing is apply the law of attraction. We talk about the laws of attraction. That means if you want a successful, upbeat social person, you need to be this one as well. We hear people talk about, well, I want a queen. Wouldn't you need to be a king? Or I want a woman making six-digit figures and you on welfare. Come on. So you want to make sure that you're compatible. But And I'm not saying that you have to be the total opposite because opposite do attract. But you know, that's another thing, Michelle, that a lot of successful women get caught up. They date beneath them or they date below them, and then sometimes there's a consequence you got to pay. You got to know who you're dealing with. And I'm not saying that everybody is a gold digger, but what I am saying, you got to know where you're going with that relationship. And also, make plans to meet singles. You got to know how to meet new people. You got to be sociable. And I want to end it with this, adopt a positive mindset. A lot of times, Michelle, when individuals are dating with a purpose, they will cloud the relationship or the date or, you know, they could just be so negative. That's a red flag. It's like, what's the purpose? Two depressed individuals on a date, I wouldn't even want to know what that date even looked like. You know, and I remember, I don't know if you remember, Michelle, they had the show, it was called, um, I think it was called Hell Date. And they would set people up on a date, and it would be the date from hell. So if you're dating with a purpose, know what your purpose is. Turn the person off by telling the person, hey, I want to be married three weeks. That person may not want to hear that because that person may not be ready for that. Take the time, get to know the person Sometimes people marry and still don't know the person because people can change. But you got to be willing to communicate. you got to be willing to compromise, and you have to have compassion. And you got to also know if you are ready to date. Anything you want the listeners to know before we end the show, Michelle? Well, I, I totally agree with everything you're saying. And I, somebody told me, and I don't know if this is the case, but what you're saying, I've actually shared with somebody that I, and I still, I talk to him once in a while, but we, I don't know. I think he's too scared. He seemed like a really nice guy, and I've been talking to him for almost six months. But I don't think he's ready. I think he gets too nervous. But mm-hmm. like you, so what I want you to know is that you, you do have to do everything that you're talking about doing, okay? Mm-hmm. And I've done that. But in, in the end, you could still end up with a psychopath, okay? Oh, yeah, you because can. You, yeah. could, you could communicate and do whatever. See, and that's where now I feel like last night I felt like, oh, my God, I just can't believe how dumb. I mean, as, as smart as I thought I was. And I'm like, I just, here I go again. I just, I let, I still start feeling sorry. You just can't let people, don't let people start, like, even though you're that kind of giving person, don't start uh, feeling sorry. And I think part of the thing is I've learned is that I'm not a bank anymore. So when people uh-huh. say to me, oh, you got some money. Okay. No, you know what? I, all of my money's tied you up. Okay? You don't have so, to defend and you I know you don't, but I'm just saying I say that to people because I don't know. I, I have to say no. No, I'm sorry. I can't. Okay. No. Right. But you have to, like you said, explain everything and talk about what you want. And I was very clear about. 
I don't. But you know what? I'm going to tell you some what I find. And men probably feel the same way about women, okay, that I don't think that men always believe what you're saying. They don't. <laughs> because they think, oh, she's a single mom. She has three kids. I mean, he made a, he made a comment about, I'm, 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 his exact words were, I'm good with all of this. And I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't. I don't believe that because they're the victim either. But, but you know what? This is the thing, though. You watch and you listen. You make congruent. But I want to read something to you because I get text messages and Facebook messages all the time. I want to read one to you. You know what? I have to actually go on to a Zoom meeting for my kids. Right, let, me, let me send it. So. It says, hello, sweetie. How are you doing? Happy New Year's, my love. And how is your family? I hope you are keeping yourself safe because we don't meet as yet. In 15 years that we've been talking on the phone or texting but never met, that is a shame, but I still love you. So that goes when you ask the question about how long this man has been talking with me for 15 years and still have never seen in person. Okay, so I have a question for you. Is that okay? uh, Well... First, we don't have that kind of relationship. It's interesting because a person wanted him, a person tried to introduce us to each other, and he lived in Florida, and he's from Jamaica. He's Jamaican. And when when the lady, I think the lady was dating his friend, and the lady told him, I got a friend I want you to meet. And I was just in the end of the time. And so she called me and was like, well, I want to get a your number. Okay. And I enjoyed talking to him on the phone. And he had been talking to me on the phone for 15 years and never seen me. So, and he used to tell me. Okay, well, I have a question before you hang up because I got to do this Zoom. And I really am I'm glad you told me that because I got a text like that from somebody mm-hmm. that I was texting. We were texting. We've never met. We FaceTimed a couple times. But now it's like I have to initiate the text, right? So I stopped initiating. So, and this is my purpose, is why would I continue to do this? Maybe he doesn't know how to say I don't really want to date you or I don't really want to meet you, but then he did, but then he kind of backed off. So Mm. I don't want to feel like I'm pushing him, but he seems like a really nice guy. And I have done a background check on him, and he is real, and he does live where he says he lives, and he's been single for 10 years. I don't think so. But do I continue to try to be a friend of his and text well, him if he doesn't really want to do that? Or I mean, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to make any further moves? This is the thing, Michelle. Everybody is not meant to be married to each other. So right. you want to find and be with somebody and you may enjoy each other's company. I have friends that I've been friends with for over 30 something years. It's like my friend Xavier that died. We were friends for 27 years. You know, so right. some individuals have those type of friendships where other people can't do that. It, it, I don't mind doing that, but my thing is, is that if I'm always initiating the contact, I don't want to, I don't think I should do that. I don't, I don't, you know, well, like person, I said, okay, I'll wait and see. Well, the thing is, if you waiting and they waiting, you just never know. What I don't like is when people that have been knowing me for 30, 40 years come back and say, well, in middle school, I had this crush on you, and they never said nothing to me. And now that we grown, I got one foot on the grave, the grave, the other on the dance people, and now you want to tell me how much you like me back then. Like, why didn't you say something back then? It's right. Like, 
So it depends. You let the relationship grow. When you're dating with a purpose, it's what is your purpose. And if the two of you have the same goals, the same you want to get to know each other, you want to see how that's going to go, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to deceive another person. You don't want to be dishonest with another person. You don't want to wear a mask and have this facade. But you've got to be relational, and you've got to be able to trust yourself. Get yourself together before you go out there and say, I'm ready, and you know well, you're not. And you're I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm ready, but you know what? I got to take the Zoom meeting now. Go for your meeting. Cause but I do. I will talk to you more about it. Yeah, you need to give me a call because if he keeps stalking you, you know, you know, I'm the anti-stalker. I'll be like, okay. Uh, oh no, I'm done with the guy that just went with the police thing. That one I'm done with. But the other guy, I want to talk to you about him. Let me give you a call. We can gotcha. talk. And uh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, I want to talk to you about something else. So I'm going to check. I'll call you in about an hour. You be a free? You be safe. Be safe. I should be. If not, I'll give you a call back. Okay. So okay. Thank you Bye. For joining us here. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio and talking about dating with a purpose. What is your purpose for dating? You know, are you out there just looking for someone, trying to get to know someone? Are you ready? Are they ready? Don't waste nobody's time. Don't enter into somebody's life and cause more baggage and more drama. Get yourself to it is a new year. And yes, people don't need to be alone and should not be alone. But we also have to make sure we are engaged in a healthy relationship by first us being healthy. If you're struggling, there's therapy out there, there's life coach, there's relational relationship coaches, there's pastoral counseling, and you can also do in your marriage. But get to know each other and have a purpose. So again, thank you for joining me today on the air. Tomorrow's show, I want to talk about prosperity because we talk about and individuals prospering, it means different things to different people. So I want to talk about the biblical term. What does it mean when we talk about prosperity? So if you want to call in on the conversation, give me a call, 516-387-1914. And those that were supposed to call in and didn't, I'm not mad at you. I still love you. Thank you. Jeanette Abney signing off. Have a good day. Bye-bye. In this live video now, you'll be able to choose which one to save it or delete it. And